0: 2022 ACB Virtual D.C. Leadership Meetings will be held Saturday, March 12 through Tuesday, March 15. Registration is $20 for ACB members and $30 for non-members. ACB members were sent a discount code via email. If you are an ACB member and did not receive the discount code, please call the Minneapolis office at 612-332-3242. Registration closes March 9th. Visit acb.org for more information or register at https slash slash tinyurl.com slash 2022-DC-leadership-meetings.
1: Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators
2: and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to our 49th call for the recipe swap. And it is hard for me to believe that we are almost at the end of February. I don't know where time is going, but... Anyway, thank you all for being here, whether you are here in the Zoom room or whether you are listening on ACB Media. Thank you, Belinda, for being our streamer and Allison for being my host tonight. So, Allison, would you please tell everybody how they can get unmuted if, because we are being recorded, and how they can share their recipe or how they can just say hello
3: Okay, uh, sure, I'll be happy to, Sheila. First of all, before uh, I give these commands, make sure you have pressed the Got It button for the recording so that you will be able to then raise your hand or unmute. And so if if you're on a PC and you want to raise your hand, you would press Alt-Y. To mute or unmute, you press Alt-A. If you're on a Mac, you raise your hand with Option-Y, mute or unmute with Command-Shift-A. If you're on your smartphone, the raised hand option is under the More button which is located in the lower right-hand corner of your screen. The Mute-Unmute button is located in the lower left-hand corner of your screen. If you're on a standard touch-tone telephone, you raise your hand with Star-9, mute or unmute with Star-6. And that's it. And we have some raised hands, Sheila. All right. Thank you.
2: So if you have a recipe, raise your hand. Even if you don't, raise your hand.
3: Tell us who you are, where you live, and how you're doing. Okay. And our first raised hand is Monica. Go ahead, Monica.
4: Hi, Monica. How are you? I'm great.
5: How are you?
2: I am awesome. Thank you for being here. Where do you live? I
5: live in Houston, Texas, where it's cold. But anyway, (laughs) we're talking about (laughs) we're talking about hot, all right? Wonderful recipes for sheet pans. So
2: I'm going to give you because you have
5: to cook them in the oven, so they have to be hot. Yes, yes. Okay. So this is a recipe for sheet pan curried chicken. It's brought to us by the wonderful Ree Drummond. From the, she's the pioneer woman on the Food Network. So mm. the ingredients are one-half cup red curry paste, four tablespoons of vegetable oil, plus more for the sheet pan, one heaping tablespoon of dark brown sugar packed, two-and-a-half teaspoons of kosher salt, one pound of green beans trimmed, one pound of carrots halved lengthwise, and cut into one and a half inch chunks. Twelve skin on drumsticks. Now you can decide to add this if you want. It's optional. One cup fresh cilantro leaves for garnish. Um basmati rice that you would make for serving with it and you can also at the end top it with 12 ounces of Greek yogurt. So the directions are rather long but I'll tell you. Position a rack in the lower third of an oven and preheat to 450 degrees. In a small bowl combine the curry paste, vegetable oil, Brown sugar and one teaspoon of the kosher salt. Put the green beans and carrots, and put sorry. Put the green beans and carrots on an oiled sheet pan, and pour slightly less than half of the curry mixture over them. Use a pair of tongs to toss and coat them. Season with three quarters of 3 quarters teaspoon of salt. Next, nestle the chicken drumsticks on the sheet pan on top of the beans and carrots. Using a spoon, spread the remaining curry mixture on the drumsticks. Do your best to coat them evenly. Season the chicken with the remaining 3 quarter teaspoon of salt. Next, Roast the chicken and vegetables, turning them halfway through to prevent them from getting too dark on the bottom until they are tender and a thermometer inserted into the thickest part of the chicken without touching the bone reads 170 degrees. This will be about 30 minutes. Scrape the chicken, vegetables, and any brown bits from the pan onto a large serving dish and garnish with the cilantro. Serve with the rice and yogurt. And if you'd like, lime wedges. That's it. Wow. I've, I've had this. I've made this. Uh-huh. I've, you know, taken out a couple. Like, I didn't put the lime wedges in. I didn't put the yogurt in. Uh-huh. And it was great. Now what kind of rice is that? Um, basmati rice. I mm-hmm. um it's kinda like a I'm thinking it's you could use any kind of rice. You could use white rice or jasmine rice. Right. I guess she suggests basmati. Mm-hmm. I don't really I can't really tell you what it is. But it's a kind it, of rice. Does it doesn't have a flavor? Doesn't no, have a it flavor doesn't too? have any flavor. It's plain. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
2: I've never never heard of it never seen it so but i'm sure you can use any well, rice you
5: like you're welcome
2: thank you so much and it's good to have you here thanks for thank joining you. us you're welcome all right allison who's next
3: hey next is Jeannie. Is Jeannie.
6: hello <laughs> hello how are you tonight I am doing very well. This is Jeannie, and I am from the wonderful, right now, pretty chilly town of Nashville, Tennessee. And if you don't like the weather here one day, just wait, and it'll be what you want the next day. So you just never know from one day to the next. And Sheila, you'll be glad to know that since we're doing sheet pan recipes, I can't do it in my Instant Pot. Yay! <laughs> I could do it in my air fryer oven, but it would have to be a very little sheet pan. So this <laughs> recipe is one of my very favorites. Um we have it quite often, and of course I do it in my regular oven. And you're gonna need a sheet pan that's at least 10 by 15 um in terms of measurements. It would be a little crowded. In, in a nine by thirteen, and if you have a, I think it's like, um, eleven by eighteen, that's even better. So this is oven roasted smoked sausage and potatoes, a couple of my favorite things. Mm. Pre yeah, preheat oven to four hundred. Line your baking sheet with several sheets of aluminum foil. Drizzle the top of the foil with olive oil. In a large bowl, mix one large onion chopped, five potatoes cubed, and I do not peel them. I do them with the skins. One package of your favorite kielbasa, cut into thick rounds, and then cut those rounds into quarters. And drizzle all this with olive oil and be gentle with the olive oil because you have to remember the sausage is going to produce some uh, grease too. And the first time or two that I made it, my husband thought there was way too much oil. So be real careful with that. Um, but it doesn't say how much. It just says drizzle with olive oil. Season to taste with salt, pepper, paprika, garlic powder. And it calls for time. Um, but for my husband... And me, season to taste is to leave out the time. We didn't like the time very well.
2: Yeah, I'm not much of a time person either.
6: Yeah, so there you go. Toss together by hand to get the best coverage. Spread on the baking sheet and bake for 45 to 60 minutes, stirring every 15 minutes. When you think everything is done, it'll be kind of crispy and you'll actually be able to feel that with your utensil or your fingers if you're touching lightly top with sharp shredded cheddar cheese or i use monterey jack cheese and put it back in the oven long enough to melt it and then serve it and we love this it's delicious and it makes a a good amount so there you go
2: that sounds
6: fabulous it is and i will get it sounds easy It is that too. I like good. I like good and easy. <laughs> we do too. Yes, that's one of the advantages of sheet pan recipes. They're often easy. So, oh, and basmati right. rice. It's a white rice. I don't think it's quite as starchy as your regular white rice. Um, and I didn't know about it until I started using the instant pot and had a few recipes that called for the basmati rice. Interesting. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's well, good. Thank
2: you, ma'am. And will you email that to me, pretty please? I will. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Stay warm. Oh, yeah.
3: All right. Who's next, Allison? Next, Sheila, we have Diana. Hi, Diana. How are you tonight?
0: I am doing fine. Uh, How are you, Sheila?
2: I am great. Good.
7: Um, I have a recipe. Now it's also a kielbasa one. It just so happened. Um, it's okay. A little bit different flavoring. And I was hoping, since I'm the one that kept pushing for the sheep pan dinners like two different times, <laughs> it will give me a little bit of liberty. And maybe I felt like I really needed to, to put out a lot of information um, to just give a link and a quick little way to do something, a little quick tip, let's say.
3: Be my guest. Okay. Guess.
7: Alrighty, Thank you. And I hope you can hear me because I'm putting my Kindle on the table here by me, but I'm oh. reading off my so. Can you still I hear can me? Can you
2: hear you just fine. Uh-huh, okay. Yes, ma'am.
4: All right.
7: Great. Okay. Um, I have not made this before, but it, combi- it has kind of a, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> a German salad vibe, sort of. And so it kind of appealed to me and i figure others might like the mustard type of thing too so um Uh and it got Uh 4.87 stars from 67 votes so okay shoot pan roast kielbasa and cabbage dinner ingredients it has a vinaigrette mustard vinaigrette a quarter cup olive oil two tablespoons red wine vinegar one tablespoon stone ground or whole grain mustard one small clove garlic crushed or minced, one quarter teaspoon salt, freshly cracked cracked pepper. Then the roasted kielbasa and vegetables. That part is one half pound kielbasa, one pound baby red potatoes, one half head cabbage, two tablespoons olive oil divided, pinch of salt and pepper, Handful of chopped fresh parsley, which I think I would leave out. That's basically for garnish, but, you know, to each his own. Um, Preheat the oven to 400 degrees. In a small bowl, whisk together the olive oil, red wine vinegar, mustard, crushed garlic, salt, and freshly cracked pepper for the vinaigrette. Set the vinaigrette aside. Slice the kielbasa into one-quarter-inch thick rounds. Wash the potatoes well and slice them into one-quarter-inch rounds as well. Place the kielbasa and potatoes on a large baking sheet and drizzle with one tablespoon oil. Toss the kielbasa and potatoes in the oil until they are well-coated and the surface of the baking sheet is also covered in oil. Now, personally, I think I would do that when it's in a bowl like, the first, like Jeannie's recipe did because it would be easier without, mm-hmm. you know. It's slopped all over everywhere. (laughs) Sprinkle an inch of salt and pepper over top. Remove any dirty or damaged leaves from the cabbage. Cut the stem off the cabbage, then cut it in half. Reserve one half for a different recipe. Slice the remaining half into one inch wide slices. Cut each slice into two pieces. I think I've heard that referred to like cabbage steaks before. Okay. I love it. Place the cabbage pieces on the baking sheet with the kielbasa and potatoes, nestling them down so that they are laying flat on the baking sheet. Brush the remaining one tablespoon olive oil over the surface of the cabbage pieces and add a final pinch of salt and pepper to each. Roast the kielbasa, potatoes, and cabbage in the preheated oven for 20 minutes. Remove the baking sheet from the oven and carefully flip the kielbasa, potatoes, and cabbage pieces. The cabbage may fall apart a bit as it's flipped, which is okay. Return the baking sheet to the oven and roast for an additional 10 to 15 minutes or until the cabbage is tender and the edges are slightly brown and crispy. The kielbasa and potato slices should be well browned. Remove the baking sheet from the oven and top with fresh chopped parsley and a drizzle of the mustard vinaigrette. Serve warm. And then they have two notes underneath here. It says this is a prepared mustard. Oh, by the mustard, they had a little star. This is a prepared mustard, not mustard powder or mustard seeds. Dijon mustard can also be used if necessary. And then they had okay. another star with a cabbage. My head of cabbage weighed three pounds, would whole. So I guess hers weighed three pounds. And so half of it would be about a pound and a half of cabbage. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's that. And then I came that across. sounds
2: good.
7: Sounds very good. sound really good. A little bit of a German potato salad vibe, sort of. Uh-huh. And then I also happened to come across. Oh, no, don't do this to me, computer. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not computer. I mean, phone. Ah, well, I can tell you anyway. Oh, pull it back up. Um, I found across, came across these neat seasoning mixes, and I've purchased one. I haven't tried it yet. Um at Walmart, they're made by McCormick and they're co- now. This is like the easy, like the quick and easy way, I'm thinking. <laughs> uh they're made by McCormick, uh, and they're called one sheet pan. That's just what it says on front, one sheet pan. And I noticed they have a couple of them for chicken, one for salmon, one for pork, I think. Oh. Wow. And like uh Tuscan chicken, farmers market, chicken and vegetables, chicken parmesan. And bourbon pork. I got the bourbon pork one, um, and it tells you you basically. Are, and it's like a dollar eighty a package for this little seasoning mix. And basically, you know, you're just putting oil in there and the seasoning mix, mixing it all around, and throwing it on your sheet pan.
8: Wow. <laughs> well, other
7: sprinkle it on your sheet pan. The meat, you know, I mean the.
4: Yeah.
8: And that's um, called
7: what? It says on the front of the pack, and I've got it pulled up at Instacart right here. It says one sheet pan. Huh. So, all I did was I typed in, and and well, I'm sure you could do it at walmart.com. I'm just having to be in the Instacart uh-huh. app. Uh-huh. And I just typed in one uh, O N E, O N E, sheet uh-huh. pan. Huh. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, if it's all right, I'm going to send a link that I found for uh, from the wonderful Taste of Home website. I don't go there as much as I used to, but I remember in the back in the day, they used to have wonderful recipes uh-huh. uh, for 50 sheet pan dinners. And I noticed they edited it. Just the first of this month, okay. so I don't know what it was originally put out, or they've just added some more
2: information, or what. But great. I'll send you the link to that too. Awesome. Well, thank, thank you. you. Sure. No, that's great. Thank you so much, and thank you. And hey, where do you live, Diana? You didn't share. Oh,
7: no, I'm sorry, I didn't say that. Tulsa, Oklahoma. All right. Well, thank <laughs> you we so are much. fifteen degrees right now. We're not used uh-huh. to this. <laughs> it's been. Freezing, freezing sleet all day and it was like it was horrible but anyway
2: no, um, stay
7: safe.
2: <laughs> take care thank you thank you for being here
3: you're quite welcome
2: alright who's next Allison
3: next is Carolyn
4: Carolyn hey. um,
8: my name is Carolyn I'm a Tennessee girl by heart used to live there but I live in Falls Church now my recipe is for, you know, a lot of times people like breakfast for dinner. Uh-huh. So I came across um sheet pan recipe for pancakes. And it's really cool because the first time I saw it, Martha Stewart had it in her magazine. And then I found it in the unpeeled journal newsletter, weekly newsletter that I get each week. And um, you can actually cut them into squares or however you want to cut them after you get them out of your sheet pan and it just makes it so much simpler i don't mind making pancakes on on a griddle or in a in a skillet but this just sounds so much easier um mm-hmm. this makes four to six servings, servings. four
4: to six ingredients
8: uh, and the ingredients here and what you're going to do you're going to mimic your skillet because you're going to grease your sheet pan put it in the oven for five minutes while you're mixing up stuff then you're going to take it out pour the batter in there and it will probably sizzle but it but they want it to Uh get hot enough like you would do it if you were actually making it in a griddle
4: um the recipe um two two
8: tablespoons tablespoons oil Vegetable oil or butter, and you use that for the sheet pan. A stick of butter, melted. One and a fourth cups milk. One and a half cups buttermilk. One egg. A teaspoon vanilla. Three cups all-purpose flour. One tablespoon baking powder. One teaspoon baking soda. Three-fourths teaspoon kosher salt. One-fourth cup sugar. One cup blueberries, and you can also add in like little, uh, it said chocolate chips, you know, but you put, you're going to put that in last. Um, Mm
4: -hmm.
8: And and then maple syrup and butter. um, Preheat the oven to 450 degrees and grease a half sheet pan with the melted butter or the vegetable oil. Be sure to grease the sides also. Whisk together the milk buttermilk egg and vanilla a whisk eggs, a, few a few tablespoons milk of milk mixture in the melted butter and then pour the, then butter the, pour the tempered it's butter into the liquid fully combine in a large mixing bowl combine the flour baking powder, baking powder basically your dry ingredients soda salt and sugar add the liquid to the dry ingredients
4: um, stir
8: just until combined you don't need to get all the lumps out. Um, place the grease sheet pan in the oven and heat just the sheet pan for five minutes with the grease in it or with the butter in it. Then you let that batter sit for just a little bit. Um,
4: taking care
8: not to burn yourself, remove the pan from the oven and put it on a cooling ray and rack and rack Pour the pancake batter into the pan, the sheet pan, and spread it evenly. Sprinkle the top with the berries or chocolate, whatever add-ins you want to add, all over the top. Bake 13 to 15 minutes or until the pancake, the center springs back when lightly pressed. Um, Change the oven setting to broil. And place the pancake under the broiler about one or two minutes just to get that crunchy on top.
4: Uh, So it will
8: brown fast. So you want to err on the side of caution there. I would do it as little as possible. Uh, Cut into squares and
4: serve with the butter and syrup. So thank you. That,
2: That sounds really, really good. (laughs)
4: it's different
8: when you send it to me
2: yeah very different yeah it sounds and I love blueberry pancakes so thank you thank you so much for being here all right Allison who's next okay
4: next up is Vicki hi Miss Vicki
9: hey everybody hey Sheila Um, this is uh, Vicki Ratcliffe from Alexandria Virginia I don't have a sheet pan at home, but um, I think I could probably make this in a 9 by 13. I'd have to see how much I, you know, what I think. But anyway, this is very, very easy to do. The name of it is called Shrimp and Vegetable Sheet Pan Dinner. And here we go with the ingredients. It called for one red onion chopped, one bell pepper chopped, one cup sliced fresh mushrooms, Um, one zucchini chopped, three tablespoons olive oil divided, and you'll see why when I read the directions here, salt and pepper to taste, one-fourth teaspoon of paprika, one pound um, fresh shrimp peeled and uh, deveined, Uh, one teaspoon of lemon zest, and one-half teaspoon of garlic powder. The first thing you do is preheat your oven to 425 degrees. Um, The next thing is you combine the onion, bell pepper, mushrooms, zucchini, two tablespoons of the olive oil, salt and pepper, and paprika on the sheet pan. I mean, you could combine it in the bowl and then, uh, you know, put it on Mm -hmm. the sheet pan. And you roast the vegetables in the oven for 15 minutes. And while the vegetables are roasting, you combine your shrimp, the one tablespoon of olive oil, um, lemon zest, garlic powder, and more salt and pepper to taste in a bowl. And so after the 15 minutes where the vegetables have been roasted, you remove your a sheet from the oven and then also uh, place the shrimp on the pan sheet it did say in here uh, make sure there are no multiple layers so everything should be spread out mm-hmm. in one layer and you simply put it back in the oven and bake five to seven minutes and that's it it sounds So good. (laughs) Even if you just wanted to do roasted vegetables, I mean, Mm -hmm. this would be a good recipe for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's it.
2: Well, thank you so much. Yeah. When I read it today, I started adding things to my grocery list. Well, I know.
9: (laughs) I I found it today. I found this recipe on all recipes today. That's where I found it. Yeah.
2: No, it it sounds really, really good. Right. All right. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you for being here. Okay. All right. Who's next? Uh,
3: Next, we have Hannah.
4: Hi, Hannah. How are you? Hi. How are you tonight?
10: Exhausted. I don't know why. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. I live about an hour south of Rochester, New York. Uh Uh-huh. And I phoned my other ear. I have a recipe that I found in, I wrote it down, I found it in Good Housekeeping Magazine. It's from the January, February 2020 issue. I've never Whoa. tried this before. What's that?
0: I said, oh, wow, cool.
10: I've never tried it before. It's called Sheet Pan Double Bean Nachos. So if you want, I can read it. 6 ounces tortilla chips, about 7 cups, 1 15-ounce can low-sodium black beans, rinsed, 8 ounces extra-sharp cheddar cheese, coarsely grated, about 2 cups, 1 15-ounce can vegetarian fried beans, 1 quarter cup sour cream, 1 cup shredded romaine lettuce, 1 half cup fresh pico de gallo, 1 half cup guacamole. And the instructions are, one, heat oven to 450 degrees on a rimmed baking sheet toss chips black beans and half of cheddar cheese to dollop refried fried beans on top and sprinkle with remaining cheese cheddar cheese bake until beans are heated through and cheese six to seven minutes. Three. Dollop sour cream over nachos and top with lettuce, pico de gallo, guacamole. And six servings. Yum. Yeah, it'd be an interesting one to try.
2: Yeah, and and that is easy. And I am a nacho lover. Love nachos with lots of cheese and sour cream and salsa and jalapenos. <laughs> 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 Sounds like plan. All the good stuff. Well, thank you, thank you so much, and thanks for being here. You're welcome. All right,
3: <clears throat> ready for the next one, Sheila? Yes,
4: ma'am. Okay, Dolly, you can unmute. Uh,
2: which which one are you going to give us? I, I saw both of them. Which one are you going to give, or are you going to give them both?
11: Uh, no, I'm going to give you the one. Um, okay. It, I'm going to give you the, um, let me see what it's
4: called.
12: Peach
11: Slab Pie by Pillsbury. Mm. One box. Pillsbury pie crust, the refrigerated pie crust. You soften it as directed on box, three fourths cup brown sugar, one fourth cup cornstarch, two tablespoons lemon juice, nine cups frozen sliced peaches, thawed and drained, and a half roll of Pillsbury sugar cookie dough.
2: Mm. I think I gained okay, 10 pounds just reading it.
11: No. <laughs> um heat oven, 375, remove pie crust from pouches, on lightly surface, stack one on top of the other, roll into a 17... Um, by 10 rectangle and then you put it in a greased 15 by 10 by 1 pan, fold uh, the rest of the crust that's over, um, you know, over the lid, Mm -hmm. over the side, Mm
4: -hmm. enlarge bowl, mix brown sugar, Cornstarch and lemon juice. Stir in pieces of peaches to coat,
11: and then you take the cookie dough. I guess you bake it. I I haven't made this part. Um, and then you take you take the crumb. Uh, you crumble it, and then over the peaches. Oh,
4: okay.
11: Sprinkle evenly over the filling. Bake 55 to 60 minutes or until golden brown. Now, what I did um, Friday night, the Knights of Columbus had a fish fry, and uh, we had to bring um, a dessert. So what I did is I did the I did the uh, Pillsbury crust on the cookie sheet, and I opened two cans of peach pie filling, and I put that on there, and then you could make, you know, you could do the cookie crumbs on there, or I guess you could make it like a streusel or something, and uh-huh. I baked it real easy, and it was good.
2: Wow. Now, did you add the brown sugar to the peaches? The, nope.
11: No. The pie uh-huh. filling? No? It-
2: just, just the pie filling?
11: Yeah. Hmm. I took the easy way
2: out. <laughs> <It> ain't <laughs> nothing wrong with that.
11: <laughs> yeah, and I think you'll like the other one. I don't have it in front of me right now. The tomato um uh one and it's um it's with feta cheese. I know a lot of you like feta cheese. So, you know, it has Yeah, it was
2: feta cheese. cheese and and olive oil and tomatoes and I don't remember cream the rest cheese. of the ingredients, but it was cream, yeah, cream cheese? it yeah, it does yeah. sound really good.
12: Yeah, it sounds so, good for us, and family. that will be
2: in the document. It, it'll be okay. part of the document. So, thank okay. you so much, Dolly. Thank, thank you for being here.
11: Oh yeah, and you you don't have to use peaches either. You can do apples, or you know any any kind of fruit. I'm sure
2: you could probably use cherry apple pie filling food. or apple pie filling, or yeah. Mhm.
10: Drizzle over. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Sounds good. Thank okay. you. Okay.
11: Thanks bye. for being here. You're welcome, and I'm
2: from Indiana. You know that. <laughs> okay, I forgot to ask you. Sorry, I'm falling down on my job. <laughs> 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 All
3: right, who's next? Okay, next we have someone with telephone number six zero six ending in eight four seven. You'll unmute and tell us who you are, please.
1: Hi
4: there. Uh,
3: welcome.
1: Hi, um, this is Pam, only I'm on my cell phone tonight instead of my landline. Oh, how are you, and Pam?
2: Fine and you? I am wonderful. So what you got for us tonight? Okay, this is too
1: this is so easy. I've got a lot of nerve even claiming it as a as a um sheet pan dinner. But I'm doing it anyway. It's
2: okay.
1: Um, um, I what I do because it only takes um 15 minutes to cook to cook, and yeah. I I get a package of prepared halibut, breaded halibut, or tilapia, or um, yeah, halibut, tilapia, or um, breaded shrimp. I oil the sheet pan. I put them I I put the the um fish on the sheet pan as well as either tater tots or tater rounds or french fries depending on what I have. I add salt and pepper to the tater tots more pepper than just a little bit of pepper to spice them up. I put I put that in the oven. I bake it for seven minutes. Take the sheet pan out. Turn, stir the potatoes, and turn the fish over. Bake it for another fifteen minutes. Take it out of the oven and eat.
4: And it really is good. Wow! Let it's see. Be-
1: well, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Well, I'm really glad to be here, even though I have the nerve to give that as a sheep pen. <laughs> it's okay. Dinner. Some of us just never
2: run
3: out of hoops pot.
2: <laughs> it's all <laughs> right. It's all good.
3: Well, all Sheila, right. that's yes, all ma'am. the raised hands right now.
2: All right. Well, I have got... Two, I've told you one of these before, but I take fresh Brussels sprouts and I cut the and you know the end off and take off the extra outside peel and I roll them, toss them in olive oil with kosher salt, I put them on a cookie sheet, and I sprinkle balsamic vinegar on top, and I roast them. For approximately 30 minutes on 425 degrees. And then I take them out and I sprinkle a little more balsamic vinegar on them. Because I love balsamic vinegar taste. And they are so good. And somebody asked me if you could do it with frozen. I did do it with frozen a couple of weeks ago. And they came out fairly well. Not quite as good as fresh. But they were still pretty tasty if you like Brussels sprouts, so. And I have a Rice Krispie Chicken. So you preheat the oven to 350 degrees. You take four to five boneless, skinless chicken breasts. One to one and a half cups Rice Krispies crushed fine. One package of Italian dressing. Mix, one stick of butter melted. So you add the salad dressing and the Rice Krispies together in one bowl. And you melt the butter, put it in a separate bowl. You roll your chicken in the butter and then in the Rice crispy and the Italian um, dressing together. And you bake the chicken for 30 to 45 minutes. Very simple. You can't get much easier than that. Sounds good. And it does sound good. I actually found it today and I was like, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so you can pretty much do anything you want in a, a, on a cookie sheet, as long as you're not using a lot of grease. And, mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, so is there anybody that hasn't said hello that would like to say hello, even if you don't have a recipe?
3: We do have a couple. We're getting some more raised hands now. So. All right. All right. Who we got?
2: Who we got?
3: First off, we have uh, 515 ending in 284. Who is this, please?
2: Uh, this is
12: Jill Slayton from Iowa.
3: Well, hi, Jill. How are you?
12: Good. I was able to come in tonight. And I love sheet pan dinners and uh one of our favorites is um to use salmon and vegetables and uh you can you know you can just use it like all of you have been talking about like uh for vegetables sometimes I use the four twenty five degree thing but for this recipe since I'm using salmon I um preheat the oven to three seventy five. Mm-hmm. And I put foil on the sheet pan and I spray it with lightly with um olive oil. And then I will use um Schwann's, uh, is a real quick and dirty way. <laughs> use Schwann's fire roasted vegetables. And I use about a half bag <clears throat> on one side, you know, on pretty much the three fourths or yeah, three fourths of a sheet. And uh, I put them in the oven for 20 minutes, and then I take out the sheet pan and put um, my salmon, frozen salmon fillets on the other end of the pan and put a little bit of lemon pepper on the, or some, some other, whatever you'd like on your salmon. Put it back in for another 20 minutes, and that's all there is to it. And a lot of times, instead of the fire roasted vegetables, I do what Sheila does. Except instead of the balsamic vinegar, I'll put some oil in a in a bowl with a fresh um, zucchini or or with or with the um, oh, Brussels sprouts, and I'll put um, a package of the dry ranch dressing in, and that's very good too. So.
2: Hmm.
12: Yeah. And I'll use those as the vegetables instead of, you know, instead of the other kind. So.
2: Yeah. All right, that sounds awesome. Thank you. I'm glad you were able to
3: make it.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to be here.
3: All right, Allison. Okay. Uh, next, we have telephone number eight zero eight ending in zero seven zero.
4: Hi, okay. Mr. Kenny. How are you
1: tonight? Oh. Hi,
3: Kenny. Kenny. Kenny, Kenny, there you go. You're unmuted now.
1: I'm unmuted. It took me a few minutes. I don't have a recipe, but good, good evening, lady Sheila, that chicken sounds delicious. <laughs>
6: sounds easy,
1: too, doesn't thought, it? <laughs> doesn't it? I thought you were going to say... Cook until it goes snap, crackle, and pop, and then you'll know it's done.
2: (laughs) Oh boy.
1: (laughs) Very cute. That one sounds good, though. You guys have a good evening.
2: You too, Kenny. Thanks for being here.
3: (laughs) Okay, Nick. That was cute. That was. Okay, next we have Cheryl Turnage. We have two Cheryl's tonight, so Cheryl Turnage. Hi, Cheryl.
13: Oh, hi, Sheila and, and everybody. How um, are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, that chicken recipe does sound good. Is that when that Italian dressing? Is that a powder? Like, is that? Yeah, it's, it's, the it's the
2: package. It's the package okay. of the Italian dressing that you buy. That you know, if you were going to make it, you would mix it with oil and vinegar or whatever.
13: Yeah. But, uh-huh. Well, I'm glad I got the right we got the right Cheryl this time before I've, <laughs> I've been just interrupting all kinds of Cheryls. and It's quite
2: all right. Well, I am happy you're here. And where do you live? In Tampa, Florida. All right. Yeah, it's Thank nice you. and
13: warm here.
2: Yes, it's beautiful. I hate I'm sorry to hear people have 15 and sleet and ice. No. And-
13: I have shorts and a tank top on and flip. (laughs) Don't rub it in. Don't rub
6: (laughs) it in. I was going to say, quit bragging. (laughs) Be nice. (laughs) Yeah, I am kind
13: of (laughs) bad. But
2: it's all good. I'm sitting here with all my windows open, loving it.
13: (laughs) Yeah, we are too. Well, we don't have our windows open, but we love it. Uh, We have our air on, though.
2: <laughs> well thank you Cheryl thanks for being here sure. oh I look forward to it alright who's next
3: Allison next we have Eugene hi oh, Eugene how are you tonight
14: I'm doing alright you're making me hungry I already had dinner but I you know, <laughs> might go in there and fix something else uh, I got a quick recipe I guess uh, it's an easy one uh, you take preheat each oven at 350 you get your uh, sheet pan you line it with aluminum foil you get you some chicken uh, breast uh, boneless uh, you take and dip it in your milk first you crunch up a whole bunch of habanero chips make them small little pieces and you dump your chicken into the milk put it in the habanero and coat it put it in the oven cook it until it's 165 degrees and take them out and you got some good tasting chicken it's not going to be real hot put olive
2: oil on do you put olive oil on the um
14: cookie sheet cookie sheet uh, I put aluminum foil and just spray it a little bit with the, a little bit of uh, vegetable non, non-cooked, non-stick
2: yeah. spray. Yeah, non-stick.
14: Okay. Yeah. That sounds but good. But it comes out, and, and the habaneros do not really make it hot. It just gives it a little tang to it. That's it. Huh. Um, okay. So. And well, I'm from Clearwater, you. Florida.
2: All right. Thank All right. you, sir. Thanks okay. for being here.
14: No problem. All
3: right, Allison, who's next? Next, we have Cheryl Goodnight. night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hi Cheryl, we got the right ones tonight.
4: <laughs> Cheryl, you can unmute.
2: Got to get the got it.
4: Great, right, great. Right.
0: Well, here I don't have a go. fancy recipe like you all have. I've been, I've, I'm kind of kind of been really busy, but uh, it's real cold here in Sleep and uh we like soups and stuff like that here in Texas. And uh, what I usually do to go with my soups, um, um, get a piece of toast and uh, put a piece of cheese on it, like uh, a slice of American cheese or whatever kind you would like. And I put it on a cookie sheet and I sprinkle some basil over it, and I have cheese toast. Ooh. And I put it, I put it in the uh, oven at three fifty for about six or seven
2: minutes. Okay. Oh yeah, I there's nothing. I I do garlic bread that way with butter and garlic and just. Put it in there for about five minutes. You're right. Yes. Very My good. other
0: question is, uh, do I need to write into the community at acc- ACB.org to acquire copies of the documents on this tonight or what? Don't, didn't you send me your email? I thought I did. Your name is Sheila, right? Yeah. Yes and, um, did, you and you sit- val- did you get yeah, the valent? did you get the Yeah I got the Valentine. So okay
2: looking- you you are added to the group. We are up to 104 people on the recipe group now.
0: Oh fantastic.
2: So you will get these documents.
0: Okay is there anything else I need to do as far no, as ma'am.
2: Just just okay. give me ideas, tell me what kind of recipes you want and we're getting ready to do that here in just a minute. So Wonderful. Thank Great you for being time. here. I was late tonight because I had to teach, and so. It's all right. Thank you for coming. Oh, yes. I love it. All right, Ms.
3: Allison. Okay, Ms. Sheila, next up is Barb from Missouri, and we have 10 minutes left.
2: All right, Barb, how are you tonight?
4: You've got to unmute, dear. Star six,
2: Barb. There you go. Okay. I don't have a recipe, but I do have a question. Okay. I've been hearing a lot on these uh, one
8: on these sheet pans uh-huh. talking about a half sheet pan. Can somebody tell me what that is?
2: A half sheet pan. Regular cookie sheet. But a half sheet. There are different size sheet pans, so you can buy a small cookie sheet. Or you can buy the regular size cookie sheets. There's there's probably, I don't know, is Jeannie still on? How many different sizes of uh, cookie sheets do you think there are, Jeannie?
6: I am still on, and there are several different ones. Um, but recently, uh, I was looking at a sheet pan book, and it said, I think it was like 13 by 20 and I my biggest oh, wow. one is 11 by 18 which is probably close I
2: couldn't but, put a 13 by 20
6: in my oven uh yeah I think you could I could that, not anyway that's yeah. that's a half sheet pan a whole sheet pan we couldn't put in our ovens I forget how right. big it is but right. you know as long as you have a fairly big cookie sheet that has the rim around the edge I think it's fine because I also make which I would not have cookie sheets that don't have rims around the edge and i just can't imagine that oh yeah they have the flat ones Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but um i'd say anything preferably at least probably 10 by 15 and then and 11 by 18 is the next size up that i've seen and if y'all want to get some of these bigger pans inexpensively they really do have a lot of them on amazon if you shop amazon
2: so I hope that answers your question, Barb. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. All right, we are about out of time. So now comes the time in our call where we decide what we're going to do in two weeks for our 50th call.
3: Sheila? Yes. Sorry, Uh, we do. Uh, you, Eugene has raised his hand. Do you oh, want I'm sorry. Take it? That's okay. He just raised it.
14: Yes, sir. Full-size sheet pan measures, 26 by 18. Okay, thank you. You're welcome.
2: All right. So our next call, we've got to decide on a topic. If you have an idea or a suggestion, please raise your hand. Um, I'm thinking microwave because I don't remember that we've done microwave. And... That might be a good change, alternative. Um, Somebody came up with an idea of breads. Somebody else came up with an idea of what do you do with leftovers? (laughs) Somebody else came up with, I forget what else. So um, does anybody have a preference of what you would like to do on March 9th?
3: Okay, we have a couple of raised hands. Okay. Cheryl Turnage, go ahead. You can yes, unmute. ma'am.
13: I was thinking, how about breakfast gas rose? You know, I get tired of doing the same
3: old thing for
2: breakfast. Okay, all right. We'll take we'll take breakfast into consideration. All right. Anybody else?
3: Yes, uh, Diana. You can unmute. Diana. Hey, um, I thought somewhere,
7: I thought somewhere one of your emails or something, I thought, or maybe the last call that we had mentioned was ca- just casseroles, not necessarily breakfast, but casseroles.
2: Okay. So do we want to do just casseroles the next time, or do we want to do breakfast and then the two weeks from then do casseroles? I mean, I, I'm i open to anything.
3: Hmm. <clears throat> Any hey, other hands raised? Yes, we have three more right now. Uh okay. Jeannie?
6: Well, um, I would say maybe just do casseroles and those who want to do the breakfast casseroles, put those in there, you know, because, um, you know, you can have a casserole casserole, for any time of day. And then maybe, I don't think we have done a microwave thing. And there are some people, I don't know whether they're on the call, who primarily use their microwaves and uh-huh. microwaves aren't just for warming up leftovers. No, uh, they're not. no I have a few good recipes with the microwave and right. they're wonderful for appetizers and dips and uh-huh. yummy things like that. So uh-huh. yeah, I like okay. that idea.
3: All right. Who's next? Carolyn, you can unmute. Yes, ma'am.
8: Hi. Well, really, I was just going to be a copycat of Jeannie there because I like the yeah the next time it being casseroles and then the next time being microwave
2: okay anybody else yes
8: uh
3: cheryl uh, uh, good night. i would
0: i would like um uh, i would like some suggestions on vegetable side dishes
3: okay okay next is pam
4: yes ma'am
1: I would love to do casseroles next week and the microwave the week after. And okay. I would like it to be all casseroles. I mean all
2: types of casseroles as opposed right. to just breakfast. Right. right. So anything. Any kind of casserole. Yes. From from eggs to soup. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anybody else?
3: Yes, ma'am. We have Diana next. Yes, ma'am. Just putting my vote in
7: there for casseroles and then microwave. Sounds great. I have a great Oh microwave.
3: Well, it sounded
2: like it sounds like casseroles have casseroles. won. So mm-hmm. when I put tonight's document together, I will try to remember to tell you in the email that the next call will be casseroles. I apologize the last time I forgot to do that. So... Thank you, everybody, so much for being here. Thank you, Belinda, for streaming. Thank you, Allison, for being an amazing host. Everybody stay safe, and we will be back on
4: March 9th.